The Love Story of Ruth and Boaz Nang ang Israel ay pinamumunuan ng mga hukom, nagkaroon ng tagutom sa buong bayan. Kaya't may isang lalaking taga Bethlehem, Judah, na sandali munang nanirahan sa Moab, kasama ang kanyang asawa't dalawang anak na lalaki. Ito'y si Elimelech o Eli at si Naomi na kanyang asawa. Ang anak nila ay si Namalon at Kilion. Sila'y taal na Efrateo o taga Bethlehem, Judah. Ngunit nakipamayan muna sa Moab. Namatay si Eli at naiwan si Naomi. Ang dalawa nilang anak ay nakapangasawa ng mga Moabita, sina Orpa at Ruth. Pagkalipas ng mga sampung taon, namatay naman si Namalon at Kilion. Kaya't si Naomi ay naiwang ulila sa asawa't mga anak. na sila. Ayan. Ayan, tinam si Naomi. Napakamalas talaga ng buhay niyan. Biruin mo, namatay lang asawa, namatay pang dalawang anak. At saka, alam mo ba, naiwan pa sa kanyang dalawang manugang. At take note, wala pa siyang mga apo. Napakamalas talaga. Correct dyan, girl. Tignan mo yung buhay niya lang. Girls, paano pa naman kasi, ayaw pa kasing mag-atang sa templo nating mga muabita. Yan tuloy. Bad luck. Grabe. Tama. Kaya na nga. Nanay Naomi, okay ka lang ba? Nakakasakit yung mga usap-usapan nila. Okay ka lang ba, Nay? Oo nga, Nanay. Pero Ruth, baka tama naman sila. Napakamalas natin. Namatay ang asawa ni Nanay Naomi. Ang mga anak niya na asawa natin. Ang hirap talaga ng buhay natin. Salamat sa mga concern niyo, mga anak. Pero... Naniniwala ako na may purpose ang Diyos sa buhay ko. May tiwala ako sa Kanya. At patuloy akong nagtitiwala at nananalig sa Kanya. Okay lang ako. Napakalakas ng faith mo, Nay. Na-encourage ako sa'yo. By the way, nagdesisyon na ako na umuwi sa aking hometown sa Bethlehem. Maaari nyo na muling ipagpatuloy ang inyong buhay bilang mga singles. Maaari ulit kayong mag-asawa at muling ipagpatuloy ang inyong buhay dito sa Moab. Uuwi na ako sa aming hometown kung saan kami nakatira ng aming nasirang asawang si Ellie. Practical ang sinabi ni Nanay Naomi. Salamat at naintindihan mo ang sitwasyon namin. Pwede na kami ulit magsimula ng bagong buhay at bumalik sa dati namin gawain bilang Moab. Tsaka na namang gagawin ko sa Bethlehem. Mas gusto ko pa rin dito sa Moab. Comfortable ako rito at kilala ko mga kababayan ko. Di ba, Ruth? Nanay, ayoko. Naisasama ako sa'yo. Hindi kita iiwan. Kung saan ka inilibing, doon din ako, Nay. Tinuring na kitang tunay na ina. At natuloy umuwi sa Bethlehem si Naomi kasama ang manugang na si Ruth. Si Orpa naman ay naiwan sa Moab. Napakahaba ng biyahe mula Moab 
patungong Bethlehem. Pagod, kutom, at walang-wala sina Naomi at Ruth na dumating sa Bethlehem. Ngunit nasorpresa sila na makitang napaka-fruitful na pala dito at tapos na ang tagutom. Doon din sa Bethlehem nakatira si Boaz, isang malapit na kamag-anak ni Eli, ang nasirang asawa ni Naomi. Si Boaz ay nagmamayari ng malaking lupain kung saan namasukan si Ruth bilang tagapulot na mga tiratirang palay. At doon nagkatagpo sila Boaz at Ruth. Good morning mga farmers! Good morning, Sir Boas. Ang sipag mo, Sir, at ang galing mo pang mag-farming. Thank you for the privilege to serve in your fields. God bless you po. Go, 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 guys. God bless you din. Siya ba si Sir Boas? Parang nakakatakot. Okay lang kaya na nandito ako? Okay lang. Napaka-generous yan si Sir. Saka... Mabait yang si Sir. Makajos, man of God yan. Mahal niya ang Diyos at ang mga tao. Committed pa siya sa pag-uobey ng law ni God. At isa pa, everyday siyang nandito sa farm. Hindi mo ba napapansin na palagi siyang nakatitig sa'yo? Sa akin? Bakit? Secret! Agi! Ah, <laughs> uh, Simon. Simon? Simon? Halika nga dito. Uh, sino yung babaeng yan? Uh, bago ba siya dito? Uh, anong pangalan niya? Uh, isang linggo na siya nandito pero hindi ko pa rin siya kilala. Pero lagi ko siyang napapansin. Sino ba siya? Si Ruth po yan. Isang mawabait. Manugang ni Naomi. Nung namatay, si El, nung namatay ang si Ellie, Nung namatay si Ellie, sumama siya, pumunta, ay pumunta siya ng Bethlehem para tulungan ang kanyang manugang si Naomi. Ah, okay. So, nagpupulit din siya ng palay dito. Tama ba? Oy. Siya po yung pinakamaagang pumupunta sa farm din nyo para nagpupulot ng palay. Ah, ganun ba? So, teka lang. Madami pa akong palay dito. Ganito ang gawin mo ah. Ikalat mo to sa farm. At make sure na makikita niya para may mapulot siya. Tapos nun, gusto ko, madami siyang may uwi sa bahay nila. Okay? Naku mo ba? Masusunod, sir. Ay. Bakit po, sir? Type niyo ba si Naomi? Ay, si Ruth. Sino ka, miss? Um, ako po si Ruth, manugang ni Naomi. Isa sa mga ka, kamag-anak niyo po na namatay at yung asawa niya na si Ellie. Um, sir, pasensya na po kung nagsasideline na kung namumulot ng tira-tirang palay dito sa farm niyo. Sana po ay okay lang sa inyo. Ah, walang problema. Okay na okay. Mas gusto ka, dito ka na mag-work. Huwag ka nang alis, ah. Um, gusto ba ng tubig? Uh, safe ka dito. Paprotektahan kita. Ay, este, ako at ng mga farmers ko. Uh, wag mo kong iiwanan, ha? Ay, 
I mean, dito ka na lang mag-work. Huwag ka na lumipas sa ibang farm. Tsaka kamag-anak ako, kamag-anak ko si Ellie. Kaya ngayon, kung ano man gusto mo, sabihin mo lang sa akin at make sure bibigay ko sa'yo. And dito ka na lang mag-work, ha? Wow, sir. Boaz, thank you, ha? You're so kind and generous. Huwag mo na akong tawagin, sir. Boaz na lang. Uh, Marianta tayo na pala. Uh, tara, Marianta tayo. Mm, sir, uh, este Boaz, wag na lang po. Hindi ako karapat-dapat na sumama sa inyo. Dahil isa lamang akong alipin. So, eh, kasama ka na namin dito. Wala sa akin yun. Hindi importante sa akin kung saan ka nang galing. Uh, ito, merienda oh. Wow! Sir, ang dami naman nito. Sobra-sobra. Salamat po. Iuwi mo yan kay Naomi. Sabihin mo, galing sa akin. So, dito ka na lang nga. Huwag ka nang lilipat na ibang work. Okay? Thank you, sir. Ay, este Boaz. Dito na ako. Nay, tingnan mo. Ang dami binigay ni, ni Boaz. Para sa inyo daw po. Wow. Napakabait ni Boaz, no? Ako, kalain mo. Pinayagan ka pa niyang magtrabaho dun sa kanyang farm. It's really a God's favor. Pero, alam mo, sa tingin ko, na-in love na sa'yo si Boaz. Nay naman eh. Pero, nay, in fairness, mm, mabait siya. Successful pa. Maka-Diyos pa. Tama ka dyan. Alam mo, halika. Dapat ngayong piyesta ng harvest, magkita kayo. Hanapin natin siya dito sa plaza. Pag nakita mo siya, puntan mo siya habang siya ay natutulog at itaas mo ang kanyang pangtapi sa kanyang mga paa. Yun ay isang simbolo na gusto mo siya. At kapag ibinigay niya ang kanyang tapis, inilagay niya ito sa iyong katawan, ang ibig sabihin nun ay gusto ka rin niya. Yan ang tradisyon dito sa Bethlehem. Nay, Paano kung masama siyang tao? Paano kung pagsamantalahan niya ako at wala siyang gusto sa akin? Huwag na lang. Anak, trust me. Kilala ko si Boaz. Isa siyang matinong lalaki. Trust me. Mga kaibigan, salamat sa pagsama sa akin dito sa piyesta. Grabe, busog na busog ako. Ang daming pagkain. Pero, wala si Ruth. Na-expect ko pa naman na makikita kami ngayon. Ang tayo pang handa, oh. Gusto ko pa naman sanang matikman yung mga pagkain dito. Uh, nakita niyo ba siya? Hindi, sir, eh. Ganun. Sayang, wala siya. Sayang. Sayang. Gusto ko pa naman siya makasama ngayong gabi. Uy, ikaw, sir, ah. In love ka na ata. Huwag <laughs> na nga natin pag-usapan yan. Basta importante, nabusog kayo, di ba? Nabusog kayo. Uh, guys, 
Okay, pagod na. Gusto ko na magpahinga. Kaya, kita-kits nila siguro bukas sa work. Maaga sa work bukas, wala magpupuyat, ha? Okay, sir. Eh, sir, thank you pala sa food and wine. Salamat, sir. Sa ulitin. Okay, ingat. Sabi ni nanay, susundan ko siya. Tulog na siya. Sinner! Sino ka? Ruth? Boaz? Ruth! Anong ginagawa mo niya sa paanan ko? Ang ibig sabihin ba yan, eh... Gusto mo rin ako? Anong ibig mong sabihin gusto rin kita? Ibig mo bang sabihin? Matagal ka nang may gusto sa akin? Ha? Uh, oo. Uh, una pa lang kita makita. Alam ko, ikaw na ang para sa akin. Kaso, baka di mo ako magustuhan eh. Kaya, hindi ko sinasabi sa'yo nun. Gusto kong, ipa gusto kong ipagpatuloy ang pamilya ninyo at ang mga properties ninyo. Uh, gawin muling productive. Uh, kaso, may problema. May mas, may mas malapit na kamag-anak si Ellie, si Ellie kaysa sa akin. Yun ay sineb. At ayon sa batas, siya ang may responsibilidad na magpatuloy ng pamilya ninyo. Pero, gagawa ko ng paraan. Dahil mahal kita, Ruth. Uh, kakausapin ko bukas yung mga elders sa korte. Kaya, trust me. I trust you, Boaz. Judge, maaari po bang humingi ng dialogue sa inyo? Kasama ko ngayon ang asawa ng namatay na si Ellie, si Naomi, at ang kanyang manugang, si Ruth. Uh, gusto ko pong bilhin lahat ng mga properties ni Ellie. At ayon sa batas, ang taong makagawa lang nun ay ang kamag-anak ni Ellie. Ako yon At pwede rin si Neb. Very well. Ipatawag si Neb. Ayun na, dito na kayong dalawa. Anong masasabi mo, Neb? Alam ko ang sitwasyon nyo dito, Boas. Bibilihin ko lahat ng pag-aari nila. Akong may karapatan dito at hindi ikaw. Ikaw, second priority ka lang dito. Babayaran ko ng lahat ng yan sa harap mismo ni Judge tsaka yung mga witness na yan. Ilabas ang titulo, Judge, tsaka yung kontrata. Ready na yung pera ko eh. Dali. Sige, tama ka. Ikaw ang priority dito. Sige, bilhin mo na lahat ng lupain ni Ellie. Pero alam mo ba, may naiwan siyang asawa, si Naomi, at manugang na mawabait, si Ruth. Kapag binili mo lahat ng ari-arian ni, ni Ellie, ikaw na mag-aalaga sa dalawang babaeng ito. 
Responsibilidad mo yun ayon sa batas. What? Responsibilidad ko? Yung mga biudang yan? Biuda pa ng anak ni Ellie? Moabite pa. Ayoko. Sa'yo na lang yung mga, ikaw na bahala dyan mag-alaga. Ayoko nabilin yung lupang yan. Ikaw na din bumili. Judge, narinig mo ha? Narinig niyo mga witness. Ayoko. Ay, ayoko talaga. Wait. Wait na ako dyan, Judge. Okay. Bilang ako. Aking bibigyang desisyon sa harap ng mga witnesses at lahat ng taong nandirito ngayon sa pagtanggi ni Neb sa pagtanggap ng mga ari-arian ngayon at kasama na rin ang mga byuda ni Ellie aking ibibigay ang karapatan na magmay-ari ng mga lupa bawas Sabi sir, gagawa ko ng paraan dahil mahal kita. Salamat at nag-workout ito. Salamat sa favor ni God. You are really a wise man, Boaz. Salamat din sa'yo. I love you, Ruth. I love you too, Boaz. Will you marry me? Yes! Of course, I'll marry you. At pagkatapos nito ay kinasal si Boaz at Ruth. Nagkaroon sila ng anak. Ang anak nila ay si Obed. Si Obed ay magiging tatay ni Jesse na tatay ni Haring David. The End. Alright, so what you watched this morning was the story from the book of Ruth. In the Bible, the book of Ruth. Si Ruth, tagalabas ng bansang Israel, Moabite, pero siya ay naging honored enough and favored enough na maging uh, isa sa mga ancestors ni Jesus Christ. So, kung matitingman mo sa first books of the New Testament, kasama si Ruth sa genealogy ni Jesus. Kasi si Obed, naging father ni Jesse, naging father ni David the great king of Israel, the ancestor of Jesus Christ. So itong story is isang story na rags to riches, you know, poverty to prosperity. Siya started with a funeral kasi namatay yung, yung mga lalaki sa buhay nila. And then from a funeral, the end of the story was a marriage. It went from bitter, si Naomi sabi niya, pait ang buhay ko, walang pag-asa, bitter, 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 to blessed. And they were so blessed. They started lonely, but ended up full of love. So itong story nito, na nangyari sa panahon na napaka-dark ages of Israel's history. Ang nangyari dito, bago mga hari sa Israel, it was a panahon ng mga judges. And pag sumunod ang, ang mga tao sa Israelites, ang sumunod sila sa, sa laws ni God, then they were blessed. But once they started to forget God's law and started to disobey God's law, the mga katabing bansa ay naging invaders, bandits, and they were oppressed and had hard times. So yung, yung kanilang up and down, yung history ng Israel noon is prosperity sa pag-oobey and then kahirapan sa kanilang panahon na nagdi-disobey. 
So ganun-ganon yan eh. And God was showing throughout history, pinapakita ng Diyos, na even if you try hard, hindi mo kayang sundin lahat ng mga utos ng Diyos. Sa totoo lang, the laws of God were given for the purpose na ipinapakita ng Diyos kung gaano ka-sinful ang tao. And once na ma-realize ang tao na I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm doomed to hell. That's the time na maghahanap ng isang tagapagligtas. And sa panahon uh, ni Ruth, ganun nangyari sa kanya, she was in uh, no hope, they were desperate, they were poor, and she came to Boaz, isang tinatawag na kinsman redeemer. Can you say that with me? Can you say kinsman redeemer? Now, a kinsman redeemer, kin, the word kin means uh, relative. No? So the kinsman redeemer, in the book of Ruth, the kinsman was a person who is kabanganak, mayaman, at handang tubusin at iligtas ang isang alipin at kanyang mga ari-arian. Si Ruth, manungan ni Naomi, ay taga Moab. She has no rights, she has no claim. In fact, ang mga taga Moab, second class citizen sila sa Israel. They're not even supposed to be there. Actually, mga ano sila, mga bawal ang mga Moabites na sumali sa mga uh, samahan ng mga Israelites. But because of Naomi, who was married, siya yung widow ng isang Israelite, Abimelech, uh, sumama si Ruth sa kanyang mother-in-law. And it was a great story of love because nung napupulot siya ng mga tirang palay doon sa farm ni Boaz, sabi ni Boaz, dito ka na lang. And Ruth was so amazed, amazed siya doon sa favor at doon sa kindness na binigay sa kanya from Boaz. In fact, Ruth said, why me? Bakit ako? I'm a Moabite. Alipin ako. I'm poor. I'm a beggar. And Boaz said to her, May the Lord reward you because you have come under His shelter for protection. Yan ang sagot ni Boaz kay Ruth. Alam mo, sa atin ngayon, minsan, the good news, the gospel of Jesus is too good to be true. Sasabihin ni Pastor na lahat ng iyong mga kasalanan ay mahuhugasan. And you can become as clean and pure as Jesus Christ Himself. Oh, that's, why me? That's too good. That's so much favor. Bakit ako? Ako, isang makasalanan. Ako, may mancha. May, may, may track record ako. And the answer, kung bakit ikaw? It's not because of who you are. It's because of whose you are. Ang favor na mapapasayo, it's not because of what you did, but because what Jesus did for you. Ang grace na ibibigay ng Diyos sa'yo is not because you loved Him. It's because He loved you. So the truth is, this is a story na pinapakita ng Diyos sa atin yung relationship niya sa atin. Si Boaz, sa story nito, represents Jesus Christ. Boaz, isang mayaman, isang uh, uh, may-ari ng mga lupa. 
He owns all the farms. And our God, Jesus, is the King of Kings who owns all the, all the whole world. And in this story, see Ruth, she represents you and me. Isang beggar, isang mahirap. No, we're, we're, we're bankrupt spiritually. We're not, hindi tayo karapat dapat na sumali sa samahan ng mga Israelites. We are from uh, the world of sin. We are slaves to sin. We have a track record. We're not attractive spiritually. Alam mo sa spirit, at ang Dios ay isang spirit. In the spirit, God sees the real beauty and ugliness ng mga tao. Kung sa physical, makikita mo, wow, ganda ng katawan, ganda ng buhok, ganda ng skin. So you can see this person is beautiful, this person is not so beautiful. But in the spirit, the truth is, lahat ng sinners ay pangit sa patingin ng Diyos. But Jesus Christ made a way to beautify you. To beautify, to make you, the Bible says, a pure and blameless, spotless bride. Imagine yourself a beautiful virgin bride. I know for the men it's hard to imagine. But just go with me. This is not about gender, male or female. This is about the the itchura ng spirit. Before Christ, sabi sa Biblia, all of my righteousness, the best things I can do is filthy rags. But in Christ, we become katanggap-tanggap. So beautiful, so pure, so innocent. And so, in this story, Boaz wanted Dahil sa kanyang kagandahang laob towards Naomi, he wanted to save her, to redeem her, and even na makipag-relationship sa kanya and marry her. Kaso lang ang problema doon sa panahon na yan, ayon sa batas, there is a closer relative, mas malapit na kabanganak ni Naomi, and that guy is has the first option. Okay? Bago si Boaz, kasi siya medyo... Uh, distant relative, close enough, pero a little bit distant relative, yung isa, siya yung talagang may first option na tubusin si Naomi at ang kanyang uh, daughter-in-law at lahat nilang mga, mga lands nila. Kasi yung asawa ni Naomi, bago siya namatay, siya ay nagmagmaari ng mga lands. But because of famine, taggutom, sinanglay ang lahat ng kanyang inaari na lands and, and all his farms, sinangla yun. Nag-abroad sila para hanap buhay sa ibang bansa. And it nakataon na dun siya namatay at yung kanyang mga anak na lalaki, namatay din. So nung umuwi si Naomi, si Ruth lang ang sumama sa kanya, talagang desperate sila. Wala silang inaari. Nothing. No hope, no future, no money, no job. Siguro nakaka-relate yung mga iba sa ganong klaseng kahirapan. And then, Boaz gives favor. God can give you favor sa mata ng ibang tao. God can make you look attractive sa isang future na asawa mo. <laughs> if you're, you know, I just said this, if God favors you, He can put favor on your life so that other people will favor you. Other people will like you, give you offers, give you advantages, and give you a job, 
or you know but don't chase after the favor of men go for the favor of God and God will put you connected to the right people at the right time in the right place ang Dios ang bahala you don't have to struggle and strive para maging popular sa tao bahala ng Dios sa buhay mo you just be popular with God. You just love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And He will do what's right for you. Are you with me? The favor of God is free. Libre. And when God favors you, everything changes. And so, Boaz wanted to redeem Ruth, pero yung isa, Siya yung mas malapit na kabanganak ni Naomi. And you know who is in this represents sa atin? Yung mas malapit na kabanganak that has the first right to redeem us is the law, the law of God. The Ten Commandments and all of the other commandments and all of the laws, siya yung pinakamalapit na relatives natin. Because the law is perfect. The law is good. The law is righteous. But we broke the law. So the law is not willing and not capable to save us. Kahit nasabihin mo, okay, mula ngayon, ako ay susunod sa lahat ng utos ng Diyos. Try it. Good luck. Been there, done that. Okay, I, I broke the law again. But just one, maliit lang kasalanan ko. No. If you break one of the laws, it's the same as if you broke the whole law. Okay, pero I'll try better. Mula ngayon, hindi na ako, uh, you know, thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt not, thou shalt. Sige, I'll try my best. And the moment's too late. You have a track record. Diba? You have a track record na. So anong gagawin mo? The law cannot save you. Obeying the laws of God cannot save you, cannot make you clean. So, yung isang kamag-anak, sabi niya, suko ako. Hands off. I cannot save this person. I cannot marry this person. Hindi ako pwede makipag-isa dun sa iyan. The law is hands off with you. But Jesus says, ako. Ako ang kanyang mananubos. And I will obey the law for him and for her. And Jesus is our Redeemer. Now, Sabatas, I want you just to know this. There are three qualifications, tatlong requirements para maging isang kinsman Redeemer. Number one, you have to be worthy. Okay? Kailangan yung isang magiging kinsman Redeemer ay karapat-dapat. At may dalawang uh, points doon. Isa, Kailangan siya yung isang kamang-anak. Hindi pwedeng taga-ibang tribo, taga-ibang family. He has to be related. Okay? So, sabi ko kanina, na isang manok, hindi pwedeng maging savior ng mga, hay- ng mga hayop pa, mga pigs. Ang manok ay pwedeng iligtas ng kanyang sarili mga anok, manok. You know? Manok. Uh, a pig cannot save dogs. I- ibig sabihin, uh, ang isang uh, langgam, Pwede lang siya maging representative ng mga langgam. Ang langgam, hindi pwedeng maging representative ng mga unggoy. 
Are you following me? I'm just using the animal kingdom. But if there is a savior for humans, sino mga homo sapien dito, mga humans, if there is a savior of humans, it cannot be a god. Ang Diyos, hindi pwedeng maging tagapagliktas ng humans. So God had to become human. Ang Diyos naging tao para siya'y qualified to be our Redeemer. At the same time, hindi rin pwedeng isang tao, na tao lang, na maging tagapagliktas ng mga tao kung may sariling kasalanan yan. So point number two is dapat walang utang. Hindi mo pwedeng tubusin ang inaari na, or ang, ang, ang dating inaari ng ibang tao na kung mismong ikaw may utang. How can you save others if you need to be saved yourself? So Jesus had to become our Savior by becoming one of us. John chapter 1 verse 14 says that the Word was God and became flesh. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 says because God's children are you are you with me are you reading that because God's children are human beings the son also became flesh and blood only as a human being could he die and only by dying could he break the power of the devil so walang utang si Jesus Hebrews 4 verse 15 was tempted in every way just as we are yet was without sin. So see Jesus I worthy. Siya qualified na maging redeemer, na maging savior natin. And number number 2 or letter B John is a uh, a kinsman redeemer, a savior ng ibang tao has to be wealthy. Okay? Kasi may price, may bayad, may responsibilities na dapat i-fulfill. Tinupad ni Jesus ang law. Letter A is, He fulfilled the requirements. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, Sabi ni Jesus, I did not come to abolish the law. Hindi ko dumating sa world na para ibaliwala ang law. Sabi ni Jesus, I came to fulfill the law. At tinupad ni Jesus ang lahat ng utos ng Diyos. He fully accomplished every righteous thing that should be done. Kaya sabi ni Jesus nung namatay, nung namatay siya, sabi niya, it is finished. It is accomplished. Mission accomplished. And so you have to be wealthy enough spiritually. See, Jesus mayaman spiritually dahil wala siyang kasalanan. And you have to be wealthy enough Jesus paid the price. Makano ang bayad na palit or kapalit na mga kasalanan? Makano yun? It's not money. Hindi pwedeng cash ang kapalit ng kasalanan. It has to be dugo. It has to be a death. Dahil sabi sa Biblia, the wages of sin is death. And Jesus paid the ransom. It says over here in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 to 6, there is one God, read it with me, and one mediator, okay, mediator sa Tagalog, taga pamagitan, between God and man, 
the man Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all men. Alam mo yung ransom? Pag ang abusayaf ay kidnap ang anak mo for ransom. Diba? Sasabihin nila, mamamatay ang anak mo unless makapag-raise ka ng 2.5 million. Yan yung price. Yan yung ransom. Wow. Magbabayad ka ba? Eh, parang kung wala kang pera. Gagawin mo, gagawin mo lahat, di ba? But if you don't have money, if you're not wealthy, kung hindi ka mayaman, walang pag-asa. Imagine, kung walang magbabayad para sa'yo, you will go to hell. I would go to hell. Buti na lang, mayroong mayaman na redeemer na nagbayad para sa ating ransom. He paid the price. It says again, right here in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18, God paid a ransom. He, uh, he paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And the ransom He paid was not mere gold or silver. Ibig sabihin, hindi, hindi material na wealth. He paid the ransom sa gamit ng kanyang buhay, ng kanyang dugo, na kung saan ay latiko and He was nailed to the cross. And it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 23, You are not your own. You now belong to God you were bought at a price. The highest price. So, dapat isipin natin, I don't own myself. I was doomed. I was kidnapped by sin. I was held hostage by Satan. I was about to be executed. I was about to go to hell. But Jesus loved me. Na walang dahilan, kundi God is love. And He paid the price to set me free. He paid the price with His own death to, to ransom us. And number three, a letter C, the third qualification para maging isang mananubos or isang uh, redeemer is you have to be willing. At doon hindi talaga willing ang law. Doon nag-back out ang law. I cannot, I cannot save this person. Pero Jesus, kusang loob, sabi niya, I'm willing to go to the cross and die for you. It says over here in uh, Exodus chapter 6, verse 6, Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. Now, Egypt represents yung mundo ng Kasalanan. He says, I will redeem you with a powerful arm and with great acts of judgment. Yung pinaka great action of judgment was when Jesus was judged on the cross. He was given the full death penalty. The judge declared Jesus guilty. Dios ama declared Jesus guilty. Maski wala siyang kasalanan, hindi siya guilty, innocent siya, pero guilty siya with your sin and with my sin. And then over here in 
Titus chapter 2, verse 14. It says that Jesus, Jesus Christ gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. See, purified. Everybody say purified. You're purified. You're purified. You're beautified. The ugly, the spiritually ugly became beautiful, Samatani Jesus. And 1 John 2, 2, read this with me. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Jesus bought you out of slavery, out of sin, and put you into His family. That's right. He had married us. Jesus married us with a covenant. And we become ang kanyang mga tagapagmana. Tagapagmana ng righteousness. Now, alam mo yung story ni Cinderella, yung prince na in love kay Cinderella. Eh, siyempre, Cinderella maganda. Matalino. Magaling pang sumayaw. So, no wonder, parang it's obvious kung bakit may in love ang isang prince sa pinakamagandang babae. Pero bakit sa story nito, ang, pin, ang prince, ang hari ng mga hari, na in love sa isang beggar, sa isang alipin, sa isang taong na napakadumi, tayo yun. It's because of His grace. There's nothing beautiful about us, but Jesus would love us. But He chose, dahil sa kanyang kagandahang loob, He chose to give us His favor. And I want to give you now three ways to be like Ruth. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, be like Ruth. Yan, be like Ruth. Si Ruth, siya'y nakatanggap ng favor. Siya'y nakatanggap ng grace ni Boaz. And overnight, naging, ano, she became the owner of the farm. She became the boss, the boss's wife. She was elevated and lifted up to a high position. Not because magaling siya. Not because maganda siya. Not because uh, ang sipag niya. Just because love was given to her as a gift. And love is given to you. Grace is given to you. Hindi base sa performance mo. Hindi dahil religious kang tao. Hindi dahil madalas ka nagpa-pray. Hindi dahil marami kang alam, magaling ka. Hindi dahil sa personality mo. Sa sipag mo. It's just because of who God is. Not because of who you are. God is love. And He's a giver. It's up to you to be a receiver. Useless ang giver kung walang recipient. Hello? Useless ang birthday party kung walang celebrant. Diba? Useless ang package, ang regalo kung walang tatanggap at bubuksan at i-enjoy na yung regalo na yan. God has already done His part. It's up to you now to be like Ruth, to receive the benefits of grace. Tatlong paraan to be like Ruth. Number one, embrace God's culture and authority. Embrace. Akuin mo ang kultura ng Diyos. 
si Ruth, isang Moabite, syempre, lumaki siya sa Moab. May, may culture sila doon. May mga Diyos-Diyosan sila. Meron silang faith. Meron silang religion doon. Siyempre, meron din silang mga family traditions, kung anong culture niya, kung anong education niya, background niya. Pero si Ruth ay nag-decision na iiwanan niya ang lahat ng kanyang past. She turned her back sa Moab. Now, si Orpa, yung isa pang daughter-in-law ni Naomi, parang gusto niya sumama kay Naomi, pero hindi siya sumama. Bumalik siya sa kanyang culture. Bumalik siya sa kanyang authority. At bumalik siya sa kanyang lifestyle na nagsisimba sa mga Diyos-Diyosan niya at sa culture niya. But si Ruth, sabi ni Ruth, your God will be my God. And your people will be my people. I will go with you. I will live in your culture. Mamuhay ako sa panibagong life. And kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, siya isang bagong nilalang with a new culture. If you want to be like Ruth, accept and embrace God's culture. Not Philippine culture, not your own ideas, not Western culture, just God's culture. We learn the culture of the Lord in the Word of God. So we say, I'm not Filipino-American, Chinese, I am Christian. So you accept God's culture. Accept God's authority. Ako ay hindi, siya, hindi ako under ng influence ng world. I'm under the influence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Siya yung top authority ng buhay ko. Kung anong sasabihin ni Jesus, that's my final word. Yan ang talagang final decision. And kung ano yung sinabi ng Biblia, hindi ako makikipag-debate pa, hindi ako makikipag-logic or reason pa. Whatever God's Word says, this is my culture. This is my authority. I will embrace the, the, the Lord and His way and His will. Okay, number two, be like Ruth. Live with God's people and purpose. Sabi ni Naomi, your people shall be my people. Sama ako sa'yo. Kung sino yung mga kabanganak doon, sila na ang, ang aking family. And you know, we, we have a great family here sa SFCC. This is a family of families. And when you come and, 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 and you get yourself involved in the family of Christ, you are, you are taking on a new community. Parang, it's like you're gonna choose that church is not just a club. Church is not just a parang association. I'll just be a member for a while. You say, church is my lifestyle. It's, it's my family. I will live with God's people. We will grow up together. We will uh, love, cry, work, serve everything together. We will raise our kids together. I'll find my spouse in the community of God's people. That's why we have date night kagabi. You know? And I'm sure, even though yung iba, biro-biro lang, I'm sure, somehow, at the back of their minds, chinicheck ko, mayro bang dito yung aking future wife? Mayro ba dito yung future husband ko? Possible ba? 
And you know what? That's okay. That's good. Bakit hindi? Bakit kailangan pa maghahanap sa bar ang magiging asawa mo? Malabo. Live in the community of God's people. You know? We have cell group. And we have purposes. Kaya in the, in the midst of God's family, we have purpose and meaning in life. And number three, be like Ruth, trust God's provision and protection. So we God will provide. Oh, God will provide what you need. God will provide. Maybe what you need is maybe what you need is a mate, maybe money, maybe uh, health, maybe you need healing, pur- purpose in life, healing from the past sins, healing physically, but God is our provider. Siya yung protector natin. When we humbly come under His protection, we come under His umbrella, we are safe. The name of the Lord our God, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run to Him for protection. And they are safe. So, trust God. That's what Ruth did. She just trusted Boaz. Sabi Boaz, we have a problem. It's about your other relative. Pero akong bala. I'll take care of it. I'll provide. I'll pay. I'll protect. Alam mo, God is saying the same thing sa atin. Sinasabi ng Diyos I will provide for you. I'll pay the price. Kung mataas ang bayad for your salvation, I'll protect you. I'll make. I'll, I'll educate you. I'll feed you. I'll heal you. I'll take care of you. I'll be responsible for you. I'll cover you. Everything you need. You don't have to take your life in your own hands. You don't have to fight and struggle in the dog-eat-dog world. You just have to trust and obey God. Trust and obey. So be must to be more trust and obey. Trust and obey. When you trust and obey, God protects you and provides for you. day seven days a week, thirty six, three hundred sixty five days a year. God will put your lifestyle kung ang buhay mo ay nasa kalagitnaan ng kalooban ng Diyos, you have nothing to worry about. God loves it when you trust Him. It's not too much for Him. You will be in the safety zone, not in the danger zone. Na ang tanong ko sa inyo, sa story na ito ngayon, this love story, this great love story, Sinong ka-relate mo dito? Do you relate to Orpa? Yung kisser? Kinis niya si Naomi? And then after kissing Naomi, bumalik siya sa Moab. Kunyari, committed siya. Pero, emotions lang yun. Umiyak siya. Kinis niya yung mother-in-law niya. Pero, bumalik siya sa kanila. Dahil, maybe ikaw ay pumasok dito 
and maybe you always come and worship and it's emotional you feel the love of god you worship and sing songs i love you jesus i sing my love song to you and then so many people come sa presensya ng dios to kiss him kissing jesus but then on monday go back to moab go back to your world go back to your other priorities your other interests and then you come again next sunday and kiss jesus and go back to the world and come and kiss jesus and go back to your habits and come and kiss jesus oh i, I love you jesus and then go back to what you really love more are you a kisser or a hugger see si ruth isang hugger you mock up yakap niya si Naomi. And she said, no, wala nang, walang iwanan. Where you go, I will go. And that's commitment. Where you live, I will live like you live. Where you work, I'll, where your God will be my God, your people is my people. Hanggang kamataya. Till the death. And that's the hugger. Embrace. Kapit. Kumapit si Ruth sa panibagong culture sa panibagong authority ng buhay niya, kumapit siya sa Lord. And then she lived with God's people in community. With God's purposes. Yung purpose ng Diyos sa buhay niya, doon talaga. And the Bible says in Matthew 6.33, Seek first the kingdom of God. Ang kanyang purposes. Unahin mo ang purpose ni God kaysa yung yung purpose ng mundo, no? Eat, sleep, drink, work, make money, tapos ulitin mo yung cycle na yan. Eh kung yan lang ang purpose ng buhay mo, uh, anong klaseng buhay yan? Jesus said, I came to give you abundant life. There's a purpose that God has for your life. Unahin mo ang Diyos at ang Kanyang kaharian. And then trust Him for His provision and His protection. Are you a kisser or a hugger? You're a hugger. But you can kiss your husband if you want. But I'm talking about the spiritual. Kumapit tayo. Kapit tayo. Okay, Lord. He is our Boaz. He is your kinsman redeemer. Tagatubos ng buhay mo. He has poured out His favor on you. Let's receive that today. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? Pikit tayong lahat right now all over this place. Kung nais mong tanggapin si Jesus bilang iyong tagapagligtas, kinsman redeemer, maaring ilagay mo ang kamay mo sa puso mo ngayon. At sabihin mo, Jesus, here is my heart. I don't know why you loved me. Di ko alam kung anong nakikita mo sa akin. Pero, Jesus, tinatanggap ko na yung love mo. Pumasok ka sa puso ko tinatanggap kita as my Savior, Redeemer, 
as my husband, as my covenant friend. Salamat, nailigtas, niligtas mo ako. And Lord, teach me to embrace you, your culture. Tinatanggap ko na yung authority mo bilang aking Panginoon. Lord, teach me to live with your people, with your purposes. Turuan mo ako na mag-trust, na really to trust your provision, your protection. Inaalay ko na ang aking buhay sa'yo. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, kusang loob from your heart, then I believe you're born again. A fresh new life. Fresh new beginning. You don't have to struggle and work. You just have to say, thank you, I receive. Jesus paid the price to wash away all our sins and to give us a new status. Before poor, now rich. Before ugly, now good-looking, man. Good-looking. Before a beggar, now an heir. Tagapagmana. Before Tagalabas, taga Moab, taga Egypt, taga Mundo, now part of the family. God's own child. Hindi ampun, kundi newborn blood relative into the household of God. You know, God has elevated you. Don't put yourself back down. Hindi ako mamuhay na low self-esteem because I know who I am in Christ. Hindi rin ako magiging mayabang because I know who I was without Christ. So pag you just keep that in your heart, I am a prince or a princess in Christ, but I was a beggar. I remember who I was, but I know who I am in Christ. God bless you. As you live your life like Ruth, the recipient of great grace and high favor. You are graced. You are highly favored. Yes. God loves you. God forgives you. Live your life to honor Him and deliver His benefits. Amen. All right. Sabi mo, congratulations.